current motion, our community's online meeting place. Right now on The Brecky Show, we have a representative from Open For All AU, and I want to thank you so much for jumping onto The Brecky Show and on The Current Motion um, as well, because a lot of things have been happening, and it seems to be, uh, yeah, a very strange and bizarre time for Australians. Thanks for jumping on once again. Would you be able to let thank us you, know? Thank you, Most welcome. Would you be able to tell us a little bit about Open For All AU? and how it come about and why. Absolutely, Gavin. Thank you for having having us on the show and giving us this opportunity to spread the word. We really, really appreciate it. As you mentioned, and as we all know, uh, a lot is going on in Australia right now. And in the coming weeks, businesses are likely to come under pressure to start demanding proof of vaccination status as a condition of entry. It's a logistical, legal and ethical nightmare. And the Australian Human Rights Commission is warning of significant implications for privacy, autonomy, equity and discrimination. Uh, We also know that a vaccinated person can still catch and transmit COVID, so enforcing a vaccine passport system will not guarantee the health or safety of staff and customers. So the Open for All campaign is celebrating those businesses that choose to continue serving everyone regardless of their vaccination status. Um, Participation is completely free. It entitles you to a listing in the nationwide online directory, which will become the public's go-to resource for finding inclusive businesses. And customers will be able to search by business type as well as geographic location. We also have proudly open for all signage, which you can use as a website badge or have printed and display in your shop front, just like a window sticker. I love that. It allows consumers to um, yeah, become aware of businesses that they can go and support, as well as um, businesses mm-hmm. as well, like reaching out to community and developing or reinstating some kind of cohesiveness within our society as well you're doing great work with open for all au it's all volunteer based isn't it and how many volunteers has open for all au got that's right completely volunteer based so it started with shall we say two concerned citizens a business owner and a consumer who saw what was happening in the uk with their open for all campaign and thought we have to do this here So joined forces, backgrounds in communications and IT and just made it happen. No self-interest, no intention of making any money out of this or gaining anything from it other than preserving a fair and inclusive marketplace for everyone. We did put out the call for volunteers pretty early on social media and we've had 35 people from across Australia contact us and say we can help um, the skills and everything from website design through to marketing to admin. And of course, we're asking consumers, everybody, every Australian to get on board and help us with business outreach. And there are two ways that you can do that. The first is by sharing our posts on social media. We know that that can really spread the message far and wide. The second is by hopping onto our website, openforall.com.au, and there's a section called Flyers. Now, if you go there, you'll find a downloadable flyer that you can print. You take that to businesses in your local area. If you can, try and have a conversation with the business owner and tell them why you're so passionate about them keeping their doors open for everybody. And if 
enforcing vaccine passports means they'd leave you as a customer, then let them know. Exactly. And I guess in terms of that, how many businesses have registered and is it across all sectors and industries? Yes, still early days. We're only one weekend that we have had several hundred registrations. Interestingly, most are from New South Wales, which is, of course, the state which is under most pressure to uh, introduce these vaccine passports. We've had lots of registrations from the fitness industry, hair and beauty, accommodation providers, trade people, um, B2B services. We would love to see more food and beverage providers, cafes and restaurants, because we think there'll be really strong demand for inclusive businesses of those types. But the overall support from consumers has been amazing. We've had, you know, 2,000 Twitter followers in the first week, hundreds more on Facebook, and all of these wonderful, heartfelt comments that have got us through the late nights and the, the weekends of working on this. That's so beautiful. You just gave me uh, goosebumps, and I think a bit of a watery watery eye as well because um <laughs> yeah thank you for all the work all of the volunteers are doing um because uh the current motion we're an lgbtiqa plus radio station and we broadcast across australia and i thought i wonder if i could register the current motion because we're based online and what open for all au is about it's so in line with what the current motion is about it's about inclusion mm. it's also about diversity and balance and you know embracing everyone regardless of who we are but open for all au has taken it to another level in terms of being vaccinated or being unvaccinated and businesses and consumers being able mm. to uh come together so it's really Absolutely. amazing yeah yeah love love what you're doing too gavin and agree that you know it's not right to treat a person or group of people less favorably for any reason whether that's race or gender or sexuality or in this case vaccination status is just plain wrong Um, you know and I think if we traveled back in time to pre-pandemic and told Australians that this was a possibility that there would just be complete disbelief and outrage there's no way anyone would accept the idea but somehow this relentless campaign of fear has brainwashed the public into compliance. Yeah, and it's scary also to think that such a great nation like Australia is, and it will be again, can become like this and so suddenly and everyone living with fear. I really appreciated that you mentioned like discrimination and that all of us have felt discrimination on some level throughout our life journey. I mean, myself, as I was saying, on an earlier chat with you, I mean, being gay, I've been discriminated against, even with venues, um, with society and all of that. But also my father, um, he grew up in a small town called Mullumbimby and during his childhood, there was still a lot of, I guess, discrimination based on race. There was um, separate entrances to um, picture theatres, one for black, one for whites. Um, you know, people of colour had to sit somewhere else. There was even different taps. There was even a cafe called the White Australia Cafe and that was probably in my grandparents' age. But also, I guess, being Aboriginal and South Sea Islander as well, discrimination based on that and as well, and this is a really important one, I mean, I have a mother and I know that women have also experienced immense 
discrimination throughout history as well. So this is just another another rung in the ladder, I guess, for just um, opening up conversation about you know inclusiveness and and the way I guess we want our nation to be, and it's definitely more understanding and more mm. more fair, yeah. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you mentioned diversity and inclusion. I think those have become buzzwords for big corporates in recent years. They're hiring diversity and inclusion managers. They're developing their own policies along these lines. But are they going to walk the walk when it actually comes to this issue? It'll be interesting to see where the big businesses sit on this. Definitely. I know already some big businesses are going hard out about, yeah, come, 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 come when you're vaccinated. But it leaves a lot of people out. And I think it's more just about freedom of choice as well. You mentioned Twitter as well. So how can people become more aware of Open for All AU? And how can, Mm -hmm. I guess, consumers as well as businesses support the uh, organisation? Sure. Well, probably the best way to become more aware about what we're doing is to visit our website. So that's www.openforall.com.au. You can read our FAQs, read through some of the content on there, and you'll quickly get an idea of what we're doing. You can also join us on social media. So we have a Twitter page, we have a Facebook page, and we also have uh, a Telegram account, which we were asked early on to set up because people pointed out we could find ourselves subject to the censorship that you're getting on the mainstream platforms at the moment. So those would be two ways to become aware of what we're doing. And then in terms of supporting us, well, if you're a business, register. Get listed in the directory, proudly display your signage and tell other business owners about us. And if you're a consumer please help us spread the word. And there are two ways, as I said, you can do that. You can share our social posts and you can actually get out there on the street, deliver our flyers and talk to business owners, have a conversation with them. Let them know because silence implies consent. And if we don't speak up, they will just think that we're happy to to go along with the government's plan. Yeah, definitely. And I love all these um, movements that have started and are being created by... Australians, it, it's so nice and it actually glues people together, it brings people together. Open for All AU was inspired by Open for All UK and there's some good news that other other countries are looking at what Open for All AU is doing. Yeah, that's really exciting. Could you, could you tell us a little bit about that? That's right, yeah. We've had New Zealanders reach out to us and they want to set up their own version of the campaign and Americans as well. So... It's fantastic. We've shared resources with them, tips and advice. We've offered to help them recruit volunteers by the volunteer section of our website. Happy to help because we need a global movement to fight this global oppression. Most definitely. Would there be anything else you'd like to share for our our listeners? So just a final message to anyone listening today, do not let the vaccine passport system happen. We know that the vaccinated can still catch and transmit COVID, so vaccine passports won't guarantee the health and safety of your staff and customers. What they will do is create division, segregation and a two-tier society. And I know that this might sound extreme, but it's the truth. The Nazis didn't start with gas chambers. They started with fear, control and division. Us and them. And convincing people and businesses to shun them. 
So don't be one of those good people who stood by and let it happen. If you're listening to this interview, if you support this cause, log on to openforall.com.au, share the link via social media, download the flyer, deliver it to every business in your area. And if enforcing those vaccine passports means they'd lose you as a customer, then please tell them. We saw just last week the UK scratch its vaccine passport plan following widespread opposition. I truly believe we can achieve the same here, but we must be brave. We must speak up. We must let others around us know what's happening and we must act. Thank you so much for for all that you've shared with our listeners today and looking forward to the website going live with all the businesses registered and I know that everyone cannot wait to go out and support our businesses as well because we want to <laughs> we miss we miss our businesses yeah, absolutely they have had it so incredibly tough and, and that's another point you know it for the economic recovery of this country they need to be able to reopen to everyone and I do think that um, perhaps we're not getting the full story about just how great the opposition to the vaccine passport is. Taking, for example, the the Brisbane Freedom Rally that we had uh, last Saturday, there were tens of thousands of people there. It was huge, huge. Mm. And when you look at the media coverage, they're calling it a small turnout. Um, You know, they're selecting a few images from the very beginning of the, the protest where a few people were starting to gather and not showing the full picture so i'm genuinely concerned for businesses that will only open up to those who've been jabbed i Mm. think they stand to lose a a large portion of their customer base currently there are no public health orders or laws that make vaccine passports mandatory in australia businesses are responsible for their own decisions regarding laws or mandates if they are implemented But I stress if (laughs) we've just seen in the UK, the government scrapped its vaccine passport plans following widespread opposition and Australians have the opportunity to achieve the same thing here if we unite and if we make our voices heard. Yeah, definitely. Before we go, that was an interesting thing too with the with the rallies around Australia. I was watching the Melbourne one and I was like, wow, I just looked at how many people were watching. At one point, there was like 50,000 or 60,000 people watching. And, you know, that's also support as well. We might not be in Melbourne or in Brisbane or in Sydney at the rally, but there's so many people watching. So it's a really beautiful thing. And I do believe that once again, Australia will be open for all sooner than later. Let's hope so, Gavin. Let's hope so. Okay. Thank you so much. And once again, people can go to openforall.com.au. Once again, thank you for jumping onto the current motion. Have a beautiful day. Thank you, Gavin. (laughs) Have a beautiful one. (laughs) You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks again. Bye. Hi, my name's Louis Libran. Hi, this is AJ Virtual. Hey, this is Saul. Hey, this is Samuel. Hey, everyone, this is Tosca Bear, and you're listening to The Current Motion. The Current Motion is currently running a GoFundMe campaign, and we want to thank the following people for your support. DJ Nayar, Amy Alice Campbell, and AAC Publishing. 
Missy and all the crew at the Nest Creative Space in SKV 06. Tosca Bear, Jeffrey the Lion, John Kay, Samuel, Nikki Green and Milestone Entertainment, Stephen Ross, Luke Atkinson and Ryder from the Chins. Jump on and support. You can find us on all the socials. Just search The Current Motion.